Welcome to today's energy show. It's my pleasure to introduce Mamoon Rashid, Managing Director of Oxen Solar. Oxen Solar has a new 100,000 square foot facility right here in San Jose. They manufacture high quality and affordable solar panels there under the Oxen brand. And they also provide contract manufacturing services for other well-known solar panels. Welcome to the show, Mamoon. Thank you. Right, this is um, uh, you know, pretty significant to me that we're able to um, have a local, locally um, manufactured solar panel right here in San Jose, and and you're able to supply panels kind of all over the country. So, what kinds of solar panels do you manufacture in your San Jose facility? We manufacture mono and polycrystalline solar panels. Okay, and and those are kind of the standard industry panels. And what about the sizes? Are they sixty cell, seventy two? We make all sorts of sizes from 5 watts to 320 watts, but majority of our business is the 60-cell and 72-cell panels. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then do you sell those under the Oxen brand or you do manufacturing for other companies? The percentages change uh, depending on the year and quarter. I would say a majority of our sales are under other brand names. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So that that's a kind of a contract OEM model. And, Absolutely. And, and why do companies do that? It allows them to not, I suppose, take the risk of having the overhead of manufacturing mm -hmm. and focus more on the marketing and let the manufacturing experts uh, focus uh, on the manufacturing. And for... Uh, for some of the larger customers, they have so much demand that they use contract manufacturing to have a virtual factory, if you will, that they can tune up and down. It's a, it's a pretty popular model. We, we were just kind of talking about phones, and, and most phones, the iPhone, it's manufactured not by Apple, but it's manufactured at a plant somewhere else under a contract. That's correct. And if if you look at... In fact, this is very common in a lot of industries where you have a lot of different brands, but behind the scenes, it's only a few players that are doing the manufacturing. And uh, we are aware of this happening in Asia. That's how China has had that uh, amazing growth in uh, Taiwan. And one of the goals that we had was what if we turn the tables and is it possible to have an OEM manufacturing facility in the U.S. serving uh, foreign uh, companies? Oh, okay. And, so so do, when you do this contract manufacturing, are, mm -hmm. are you basically manufacturing the same product that these companies would make at a, another plant somewhere else in the world? Absolutely, absolutely. So we have some of the equipment is common. Processes are fairly common so we can customize our process to manufacture anybody's design so long as it's a crystalline solar panel mm -hmm. we have our own design of course which we can sell with somebody else's brand label mm -hmm. private label or we can take our customers custom design or their specific design and their bill of materials and manufacture here and the end product is exactly the same. And in fact, it must be the same because we have to go through the same certification process and audit process as they do in their manufacturing facilities. 
So, so you may have a, a company that manufactures solar modules in Asia somewhere, mm -hmm. and they say they want to get into the U.S. and mm -hmm. they don't want to kind of deal with tariffs, or they don't want to deal with the shipping, or they just want to have something that's made in the USA. And, and these companies will basically kind of give you their recipe, and these are the cells, these are the frames, and you guys just crank it out? Right. It depends on the model we agree to. So some will, some will evaluate our design and say, okay, why don't you go ahead, just build your design, put our label on it. Some others, they want the consistency, and, uh, whether it's coming from their factory or our factory uh, for the customer. They will send us their bill of materials. We'll build it for them. They'll do their internal evaluation. And then we will uh, go ahead and build essentially their design. And even there, uh, as far as the procurement, some customers will procure the bill of materials for us and we just do the service, mm -hmm. the manufacturing service, while others will say, well, here's our bill of material and we would do the procurement and do the manufacturing okay. service. And and how did you guys get started? What, why in San Jose? And, and um, tell me about the history of the company. We're Our, our background is in high tech. We designed computer chips for, uh, I designed computer chips for well over 20 years. And uh, back in 2007, 2008 timeframe, we started uh, building solar kits for rural electrification in developing countries. And uh, it was soon after we decided, instead of buying off-the-shelf components, we could design the panel ourselves, still not manufacturing ourselves, but designing the panel to allow better integration at that small system level. And that's how we got into it. And the more we got into the design, the more we realized, well, next step is we really need to be manufacturing it because you have to get the efficiencies up. You have to get the yields up. And we worked with our own OEM contract manufacturer suppliers, if you will, back then. And we talked about processes that would like them to adopt and it just it evolved that way. We we didn't start off back in two thousand seven, two thousand eight, thinking we're gonna have a hundred thousand square foot facility manufacturing in Silicon Valley. It just evolved, and we let it go where it naturally went. Yeah. So it's at some point you said, uh, "Let's buy a laminator and a tabber and a stringer right. and a gluing machine," and you started cranking the things That's out. That's right. That's right. And even some of the stuff we're doing now. It was, it's different from what, how we were manufacturing just last year. And we are constantly looking for new technologies uh, that improve the process, that improve the yield. And that uh, it's, it's pretty dynamic uh, on the manufacturing side. And you have to keep up uh, mm -hmm. to stay competitive, to stay one step ahead, to keep going for lower costs. Uh, there's more there's more room uh, i know the solar prices have come down a lot which is great for the solar market but there's more to be done on that but i believe there's more cost savings uh downstream further downstream there's more roi there but on the manufacturing side there's still more to do and and um you know initially a lot of people are going to think gee it's really expensive to to make things like solar panels, big uh, um, labor-intensive things in the U.S. How can you do that here in the U.S. and be cost-competitive? 
A couple of things. Uh, the cost of making a solar panel is actually dominated by the bill of materials. So whether I'm a manufacturer in the U.S. or I'm a manufacturer in Asia or in Europe, the cost of the bill of materials is the same. The second factor is uh, the remaining cost is the operating expenses, uh, which is the labor, the building, the utilities. And in those three, of course, the highest uh, component is the labor. However, with our heavy reliance on automation, we can uh, be very effective in the per watt cost of labor. And then as you scale up, that gets better and better. So it's not, I think it's a misconception that manufacturing in the U.S. is going to necessarily be more expensive. Because then you also have to look at the cost of delivery. If the destination is the U.S. or destination is right here in California, which dominates the U.S. market, it's a trucking fee, which is a lot less than bringing your product halfway around the world and then still trucking it to the and still trucking to the, to it. the customer mm-hmm. yeah it's interesting when you talk about that operating expense the, the labor costs mm-hmm. per hour are less expensive in china but you know when i'm over there the electricity costs are three times more for commercial electricity in in china than it is here so that's a lot correct. of those costs are, are that's very, correct. very high people don't consider that that's that's actually a very good point the utility expenses there are a lot more yeah than over here. Yeah, they have it. It's kind of switched. In, in China, they charge companies a lot more for electricity than they do consumers, whereas here in the U.S., the consumer electric the rates are a lot higher than the, um, the, the industrial rates. Um, how is the tariff on Chinese solar cells and solar panels affected your business? In a big way. It's affected us in a very big way, in a very positive way. It has essentially made it more fair, whereby we can now compete uh, with the Asian uh, uh, suppliers from China and Taiwan, because again, the bill of materials costs the same. There was no reason for those panels to be so much uh, less uh, than for us. We had a very hard time understanding that. But this has made it fair, but more importantly, it's opened up the dialogue with a lot of customers who would otherwise be hesitant to talk to us because they would make the assumption even before asking for pricing that oh it's a u.s manufacturer the price is going to be too high so now they've been forced to have that dialogue with us and then they're pleasantly surprised that we are not that much more expensive and in fact you could with certain customers with the uh, some of the tier one uh, suppliers from taiwan we're very very competitive uh, with them so now that the dialogue has opened up, if that tariff goes away or it's reduced or the impact is lowered down, down the road, we'll be just fine because those um, channels have al- would have already been established and the relationships would have already been established where it would actually be more beneficial for those customers to stay with us 
Yeah, th- those tariffs, in in my view, they keep getting worse. They're not going to go away, and it, it'll be years, and we'll, we'll, we'll be through a few more cycles of the solar coaster before that really changes. Just kind of talking about pricing, if you could just give us an idea of what the the cost differential would be roughly between, say, made in the U.S. and made the cheapest place somewhere else in the world. With the tariffs or without the tariffs? With the tariffs, because that's okay. the reality. With the tariffs, we're actually lower cost. Wow. Yeah, with well, the tariffs, we're at, we're lower cost so long as the volume is there. Yeah. So we, as a manufacturer, we 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 don't ship a pallet or twenty pieces. We ship uh, at least a container uh, at a time, and at that level, we're actually better pricing. Yeah, and and a container is not a big volume. Oh, at all no, for, okay. for most companies, that's it's, right. You know, dozens of containers. That's right. That's right. When you're looking at if you look at the numbers from SEA for Q2 in 2014, the prediction from NREL was uh, an installation every four minutes. It's actually 3.7 minutes. I may have that wrong. 3.7 or 3.4 minutes. It's my, incredible. Well, that's 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 um, unfortunate. My installers at Cinnamon Solar don't install a complete system in 3.7 minutes. I'm going to have to go t- sit down with those guys. You're so, have to have it usually takes us a couple of days to get something on the roof. But oh um, wow, okay. <laughs> I, you definitely need to have a talk. No, but I don't know. We're we're very happy the way that they're they're working. So we yeah. Got, so the volumes are huge. I, I, I believe it was for residential. And non-residential, through the first half of 2014, over 500 megawatts were installed. Yeah, wow. That's an that's an amazing number. Yeah, and 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 what's really good is we're still you know, way less than one percent penetration, and, and we haven't even touched the commercial solar roo- commercial rooftop rooftops that's, around the that's country. That's right, and this is a lot of it is in California. Yeah. What happens when it starts opening up in all the other yeah, states? Yeah, yeah. Well, we were we were all in uh, the the Solar Power International Conference uh, a few weeks ago in Las Vegas, and and uh, there was a big press conference about one of the casinos. I think it was the Marat. Mirage or mm-hmm. one of them. Mm-hmm. They just put a big solar array in, and it was like the first wow. one. Oh wow! In in mm-hmm. Las Vegas, and and when when I was flying out on Friday, we flew over, and I took a picture of it. Okay. There's like literally hundreds and hundreds of huge white flat rooftops around Las Vegas, exactly. and only one mm-hmm. has yeah. solar on it. Yeah, and they yeah. all have to have solar. That's just kind uh, of they all have to. That this is the thing. You know, you look at uh, all. Now with the cost of solar being so low and continuing to go down, there's a lot of headroom there still for it to go down further. More in your area of expertise, uh, by the way, on the integration and installation Mm -hmm. side. It is already very competitive with the traditional source of uh, energy. So the levelized cost of energy of solar is actually lower. Uh, Therefore, there's no reason for every public building, every library, every fire station, every government building, every public school not to have solar because they, they, it's our tax dollars that are funding those. And as a taxpayer, I would demand them to have solar because they're going to lower their costs. Right. It's More it's effective cheaper. use of yeah. our tax dollars. Uh, so, yeah, there is all that opportunity is still there. Yeah, well, all right. Let's let's flip it around more locally. Being in San Jose, what were some of the challenges you faced in in starting the business in San Jose and then expanding? Was it was it really difficult, or was it a supportive environment? 
the mayor's office has been extremely supportive. And in fact, they're the ones who initially found the location where we are in South San Jose. So that part was fantastic. The challenge was manufacturing has been gone for quite a while over here. And when we started up the manufacturing facility here, it was virtually non-existent and a lot of empty buildings. So that was the good part. However, being manufacturing, being ready for manufacturing, those kind of buildings are very hard to find. So we had a lot of work to do on the infrastructure for the buildings. And that's been, that's been a challenge. It continues to be a challenge. And some of the support that's required work-wise, for example, rigging, as an example we were talking about earlier, those are hard to come by and pretty expensive. And something else we have to keep in mind, we are, even though the market is growing double digits every year, it's already commoditized. So we're really making a commodity. So expenses are critical for us. However, we're in the Silicon Valley where it's high-tech, high-tech products, and if there's manufacturing, high-tech manufacturing with very high margins, so some of the infrastructure-related costs, which are not as critical in the high-margin market, that's very critical for us. So when our setup costs are very high, we have to look downstream and think, okay, how many megawatts will we have to sell before we recoup this and before we have to do the next refresh, refresh cycle on our equipment or on our processes. Yeah, so it's it's kind of expensive to set up your factory. We were talking about the, the $13,000 it costs you to move a laminator from your parking lot into your your facility. I mean, exactly. that's that's a lot of money. It got to re- right. got to sell you got to make a lot of solar panels to recoup just the the setup cost for that one machine. Absolutely. So if I I have no problem spending money on equipment that gets me more efficient and I can make more panels in a day or adding different materials that allows me to have a higher uh, output panel because I can recoup that. There's a direct correlation. But when I have to spend a lot of dollars on infrastructure buildup that's not directly related, that is, we really have to be careful with that. That NRE, you have to recoup. And there's a lot of watts to be sold before you recoup yeah. that. Well, that's that's a consequence of the fact that there just wasn't a lot of manufacturing history over the last 20 years. So, so the companies that provided that rigging or the equipment that's moving right. or the setup of the pneumatic systems or the HVAC, there's there's only one of those now. That's Instead right. of 10, 20 years ago, there might have been 10 companies that could provide those that's services. That's exactly right. We, you were mentioning a little bit about the fact that you're making a commodity. Solar panels are kind of commoditized. What are the trends you're seeing in terms of solar panels and products that are that are not commoditized that are differentiated? We see a lot of innovation coming downstream related to integration. Spice Solar, as an example, has done, I think is brilliant uh, as far as integrating the racking with the panel. And this is exactly what needs to happen. So if you look at the entire supply chain uh, for solar, all the way from starting from the ingot uh, to the wafers, to the cells, to the modules and the system integration inverter, over the last 10 years, the margins have been pulled out from 
each layer. The last frontier, if you will, is the integration and logistics. And SPICE technology goes right at the heart of that and uh, is making an attempt to improve or lower the cost, total cost of implementation, which is really what we need to be looking at. Because as I was saying earlier, there's still headroom. Well, the cost per watt has gone down, but there's still headroom. I believe there's another 50% to go at a minimum. And uh, SPICE technology doing the integration hits that. And we'd like to see more of that. And we do see innovation coming on uh, new technologies. And a lot of it is related to integration, whether it's a rooftop integration as SPICE Solar is focused on, uh, but also uh, utility-scale uh, ground installations where we see it because people have these great ideas and they come to us and ask us, can you manufacture it? And some are possible, some are not possible. And what the, some, the feedback we give to these uh, creative uh, folks uh, is if you're saving, with your idea, if it saves something on the integration, you've got to make sure that it works with the current manufacturing process where for us to implement that, if it costs us more and it's a wash, then it hasn't improved. What was great about the SPICE technology is it improves the system integration and logistics without touching the current process of solar panel manufacturing. Yeah, yeah That's it's, what was really, really helpful. Yeah, it's... it's um. It, it's refreshing to hear a module manufacturer take more of a holistic perspective and say, we want to reduce the total install costs instead of simply kind of reducing the cost of the, and the, we the must, solar module. We must do that because if we take that approach and the total installation cost goes down, that helps us uh, because the market will grow. Okay, good, good. So how is Oxen doing? Are you guys hiring? What kind of people are you looking for? We're absolutely hiring. We're the kind of people we're looking for are manufacturing. So I think one of your questions earlier, maybe it was off air. We we're talking about how do we stay competitive? We stay competitive because we most of our OPEX is on manufacturing. We don't kid ourselves. We are a manufacturer. We're the guys in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. We'll let somebody else sell the stuff and market the stuff, but we have to keep our operating expenses low and all of our Expenses go on manufacturing, so our hiring is on manufacturing. And we're looking for uh, assembly workers. We're looking for mm, uh, station operators, floor managers, floor supervisors. Mm -hmm. And it's, these are just good, steady kind of manufacturing jobs of the future. The manufacturing jobs of the future, yeah. yes. So how can people get in touch with Oxen? So you can go to our website and do a web query, or you can send an email to info at oxensolar.com, and somebody's going to get back okay, to you. Okay, so that's A-U-X-I-N, right? That's A-U-X-I-N-S-O-L-A-R. All right, good, good. Well, that's all the time we've got today on this week's Energy Show. Thanks, Mamoon, for joining us, and thanks for uh, all of our listeners. If you missed any of today's show, you can go to our website at cinnamonsolar.com and listen to the podcasts. Mm -hmm.